Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Austin, Texas. You're listening to the Home Team with Troy and Wyatt, where we're bringing money and sports together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything you hear today, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com. You can also give us a call at 855-299-HOME. And we definitely love it when people reach out to us on the Facebook at the Home Team 512. So, Wyatt, it's a We've had a pretty interesting week in sports. It's it's about to get started again. Yes. Think, uh, baseball, I'm excited. You know, baseball went to spring training, and uh, they got golf and basketball starting to move in. You know, they've kind of narrowed the teams of who's going to play, who's not going to play. We got a big, big signing this week. In my opinion, it's a huge signing. The, uh, the New England Patriots picked up cam newton cam newton I, i'm excited about it too I, I think it's a i think it's a good grab i mean uh, they definitely got a deal on it uh they're only i think he's guaranteed for five hundred fifty thousand. he's got some bonuses and appearance uh bonuses and i think he can get up to 4.5 you know if he produces but um i think they got a good deal on it um it, i think it's a good chance i mean some people are saying you know he's been injured he, he may be over the hill he'll, over the hill at 30 um 30-something. Uh, I think I, – I don't know. We'll see. He's got a good coach, a good team. I, I, they, they might have a fighting chance. We'll see. Uh, they're, they're winning the Super Bowl. You think so? No, not really. I was just kidding. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, honestly, it would be a, a fantastic sports story. I'd love to see it, right? Um, you know, we are fitting to find out if Bill Belichick is everything Bill Belichick has been – we have been led to believe through his success with Tom Brady, you know, um, and because Cam Newton is a very serviceable quarterback. Um, now that he's gotten a little bit older, he's been a little bit hurt, hurt here and there. He cannot run as much. He has to throw the ball more than run around. So um, I, 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 I'm excited, honestly. I'm not a Pats fan at all, not even close. But I'm excited to watch him to see if Bill Belichick can can recreate the magic. I I, I want to see that. We'll we'll see because I mean he's not really a like you said he's not a pocket passer, um, and mm-hmm. and Bill Belichick's you know offense is is built around a pocket passer like the goats, um, you know, um, and and so we'll see how it turns out. I'm interested to see. I, I know that uh, uh, we have a, a former football player looking over, hoping that he doesn't do as well as him. 
uh, he's, he just went over to the Buccaneers. I think we all know who that is. You know, I, I think Tom's so confident in his ability that he don't care. He well, just he's don't been, care. He's posted guy going, hey, you know who your number one is, you know. So, I think, you know, um, I don't think he's hoping he fails, but I think he kind of does, you know, because, I mean, he wants it to be about him and not Bill Belichick. Yeah, I mean, and this is, like I said, it's, it, if anything, it's an excellent bridge quarterback. If they can get a year or two out of him and and uh, draft someone, because, I mean, if you look, Bill Belichick has drafted quarterbacks really well throughout the years. Um, so, you know, they drafted one that he probably means he doesn't think the guy he has on staff is, is going to make it, draft one, and, and roll right into the, to the next 20 years. That's what well, Phil's thinking. I think, well, also at the same time, I mean, if you look at football as a business, which it, it has to be run as a business to keep on going, um, there are going to be some ticket sales and there's going to be some jerseys sold. I mean, you don't make, you know, all your money just from winning the Super Bowl. You make it from all of the, uh, the, the, the merch sales from winning the Super Bowl, right? Um, right. Your popularity of your team. So I think it's a good pickup to, to get everybody excited and keep them excited about, you know, Patriots football. So uh, not a dumb move Absolutely. on their part. Not a dumb move. So you Absolutely. Think, you think, what about Tom Brady? You think uh, he's going to pull it out over uh, and, and maybe put them in Super Bowl contention? I don't know. Let's. Uh, I can't wait to see this year. I'm kind of excited. I have to be honest. Yeah. You know, and I, I'm excited too. It's just it's kind of sad for me because I, I think Tom Brady uh, and Cam and, you know, pretty much all the teams that made big changes, they don't get that full year because of, right. you know, the pandemic and stuff. So, so we're going to see who who's best at doing it on their own. It's that guy that's working out at night by himself. It's the, it's the quarterback that's reading the playbook now instead of waiting. You know, whoever works harder on their own is, is going to be the one that has the better year. And we just don't know who that really – we know Tom Brady is that guy. But we don't know about anybody else. What about I mean, like, you know, Dak. Yeah, I mean, I what about Dak? Dak? I mean, yeah. So it, it feels like Dak is uh, – going to go ahead and just run on this franchise tag 30 million 31 million or whatever it is excellent pay you know no matter what he's set for life if he does his things right so he's going to run out this one year and try to get a big fat contract after that i'm really happy that that's the route that everybody wants to go because i just don't jackson he's a nice mid-level serviceable quarterback but you do want to run into the purgatory of you know eight ten wins one playoff appearance and that's it, or do you, or do you want to be the Cowboys to be a Super Bowl team? Do you want? Well, uh, Super Bowl team, of course. I mean, and I don't think Dak wants that, obviously, because you know if, if we'll rewind a little bit back to Tom Brady, uh, obviously, you know, one of the best quarterbacks of all time, maybe also one of the most underpaid quarterbacks of all time. He did that because he wanted to be able to have money to, to pass around, to have, so he had good receivers and good linemen. Um, those people cost money too, and if you want to have a good team. You have to save enough money to pay them, and he got the deal. He got the business side of it. Uh, he's getting endorsements and, and all these other things that pay more than what he's going to get from the team because he's a winner. And you can't win if you take all the money and have nobody to help you and support you. And that's where Dak is messing up, I think. Yeah, you know, and I mean, because Tom ran, what, 20-ish million a year. Uh, so if you're trying to get 35-plus, that's, that's, you know, 10 dollars you can use to upgrade the talent around you and you have a quality team or you can have it all paid for yourself and you can be you know i mean let's name one matt stafford ryan leaf or not ryan leaf uh, uh, uh matt ryan you know just those kind of guys you can be a philip rivers has a great little career never did anything 
um, spectacular. People, when Phillips retires, he's just going to retire. Nobody's ever think about it. When Tom Brady retires, they're going to talk about him forever. When Troy Aikman retires, they talk about him forever. You know, when, gosh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, or even the Rogers Stahlback, Brady, uh, Tom, or, uh, Bradshaw, you know, yeah. we talk about them forever because they're winners forever. Those are the ones we talk about. We don't, I don't even know who, uh, were the other quarterbacks in those years when Bradshaw and Stahlback went at it. I have no, I can't even think of another quarterback. Well, yeah, I, I we, guess it could be, I guess it could be said that Stahlback and the rest of those quarterbacks, um, could be on Dak's, uh, yacht because they won't be able to afford it. So, I mean, I, I don't know who's writing that, right? I don't know. Yeah, you know, and it's it's like I said, I, you know, if you look back over the last several years with the new NFL, there the highest paid quarterback over the last several years has been Tom Brady. It's either Tom Brady or a first year quarterback that, or a first first contract quarterback, and so that kind of tells you where the new NFL is. Well, I, yeah, honestly, I think that's a good point. The thing is, is yeah, you're not gonna. You're not going to pay your quarterback up so that you can win a Super Bowl. Either, either he's going to win a Super Bowl or not. And and I, I think it would be a bad decision if they keep – I hope he has a good year. Unfortunately, I think he, he just made himself tradable um, at the end of the year to someone else who wants to pay that price tag. Absolutely. As a Cowboys fan, I hope they get a decent year out of him. We'll get a, a, a year or, or, you know, a win or two in the playoffs, and they draft really, really well, and they get that next, you know – Patrick Mahomes, Russell Stewart, right. something like that. That's that's what I hope happens. But, you know, we'll see because in the years, the Cowboys have not done a real good job of that sort of stuff. Hey, you've been listening to The Home Team with Troy and Wyatt. We hope you've enjoyed our little opinions about Dak. Uh, if you have any questions, please reach out to me at loanfromtroy.com. You can also give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And please stop by the Facebook at The Home Team 512 and leave us a comment. We'll see you in just a minute. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Talk 1370. Hello, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy and Wyatt, where we bring money and sports together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything you hear today, please reach out to us at phone from Troy.com. Or you can give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, we love your comments. So stop by the, the Facebook and uh, leave us a comment. It's the Home Team 512. You know, and this is uh, why this is the time where we like to talk about 
the real estate and what's going on in the Austin area. And uh, it, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot going on. You know, we've, it is you know, we've, crazy we've, out there. Yeah. It's amazing to me. I mean, the unemployed, there's like two and a half million people in Texas alone are unemployed right now. Just Texas. There's something like 20 million in the whole country unemployed. And I am, my clients are losing purchase offers when they're offering ten to $15,000 over asking price and they're not winning the bid. We're no longer buying oh, and selling real it's estate. Crazy. We're it's bidding crazy. on real estate. So, so the homes are the new toilet paper. Everybody has to have one right now. I mean, it's like a surge. And I, I think maybe those unemployment checks must be pretty dang good because uh, it has to yeah. slow down the, 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 uh, the housing market whatsoever. In fact, it's speeding up. Well, just so you know, because I do get asked this question about five times a week. Uh, no, if you're on unemployment, you do not qualify to buy a home unless you are a natural user of unemployment, as in you are work for a union and you work jobs for five months and then collect unemployment for a month and then work another job. If you have a history of that, we can use that. But no, no, if you're furloughed or unemployed, you can't get a house right now. I'm so, sorry. So you, can, you, you can be a professional unemployment uh, receiver is what, and, and be accepted? Well, no, but it's like like unions, you know, where they go work jobs. And then sure. in between each job, they, they collect unemployment. So that does happen. Um, okay. And somebody that has a history of that, you know, that's really big in the, the electrical, the oil industry, the pipe fitting industry, things like that, okay. where, they, where they move, they, they work, they could work a job for a year and then you know, get laid off and it takes them a month to get assigned another job. And so if they have a history of using unemployment over the last couple of years, we that can use sense. that unemployment. And we yeah. need those guys out. Yeah. We need those guys out there working so we can, we can run our cars. So yeah, that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and I guess it's, that's normal, but like I said, you know, May was, was, a, it was an odd month. You know, it was the volume, meaning the total number was down 30%. Um, New listings were down, active listings were down. So there wasn't a lot of homes on the market. They were down 15 to 20%. Pending sales though, up 14%. Um, you know, so it looks like June was going to be a blockbuster month. We talked about this a few weeks ago and oh my goodness, was it a blockbuster month? I mean, our region broke a record, broke records that are, that are like 14 years old. And I mean, they broke them by 40%. Good gracious. Good <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. I mean, so, the so, most so just, region that ever closed before was sixty-one million. We closed ninety-two million. That's fifty percent. They broke the record by fifty percent. Well, congratulations, by the way. That's awesome. Uh, and y'all handled it like champs. I know you'll have. Um, so, so for people that haven't heard us or are tuning in for maybe the first time, fourteen percent. When you say fourteen percent, that's growth from the same month last year, not from month to month, right? Correct. Correct. So based over, you know, May's numbers based over last May, the new listings are down 15%. Okay. It's a year-over-year number. So that gives you, you know, and, you know, and it's funny, even with everything going on, the purchases in the United States, the purchase applications are up 15% from the year before. That's insane. So, so just imagine if we hadn't had the pandemic, how crazy this, this would be right now. Right. I mean, it, it, you know. You know, but what's really driving the industry is refinances. Refinances are up 135%. 135%. And that's, that's not a small number. 
<laughs> no, <laughs> and it's down. It was up 180% back in, you know, April. So it's, right. it's you know, it's slowed a little um, from the year before. And the reason why, and I'm going to tell you this, and it's, it's, it's even hard for me to grasp sometimes. And I, I, I live in it every day. Interest rates under 3% are common now. Wow. Three, yeah. that is, and so, and, and now you say under 3%. That's at a, a, a credit score of, of 720. Well, I mean, if we, if, we, if we get into all of that stuff, I'd have to declare an APR and all that sort of stuff. Okay. I don't want, so, I don't, yeah, you know, right. There's just a lot of rules. When you start getting specific, there becomes a lot of rules. But I'm just saying that, you know, the, the, the interest rate to be under 3% is common now. APRs and stuff like that's different. Um, it goes into a cost and, and, you know, if you have any questions about that, please let me know. And I will fully disclaim all that. I just, but I can't get that specific. It's just, there's too many laws. Um, but yeah, I mean, I used to like a few months back, we'd ha- I'd get one and I'd lock it and I'd send out a whole bunch of stuff on social media, all excited about how this locked alone at, you know, X rate and it was under three and then the APR and all that sort of stuff. And I have to break it all down. Um, but now it happens so often now I don't even post it. That's how often it happens. Yeah, well, uh, you know, and, and to be fair, you know, to, to rewind, uh, you know, in each individual, there's there's so many different variables to decide on what they can they can uh, qualify for. So, I mean, you can't you can't just put a blanket statement out there. You know, like you said, some people take unemployment. That that person is going to be looked at a little bit differently. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I'm telling you, if you have an interest rate in the low fours yeah. and your loan amount is over two hundred thousand, you're still you winning should, and you're you. Yeah, should, yeah you, you've got a great rate. But you should definitely look into refinancing if you've been in that house a couple of years. There is no reason not to look at it because it could save you a couple hundred bucks right now. It's so just it's even if, even if you're even if you're in the low fours or, or just like right below four percent, it would still be a good time to, to refinance. You think or even look into it? If, if you house uh, long enough to have enough equity so that you don't need to bring any money, yeah, absolutely. So um, you know, with a five percent appreciation, yeah, a couple of years. If you've been in the house okay. two years. Um, and you've got a rate in the low fours. There is no, there's no cost to look. There's no penalty to look. So you know, take a look. I, I'm telling you, it's amazing to me. I mean, um, I, I, it's just, it's this is, you know, we keep hearing unprecedented times. This is an unprecedented. These are record, record low rates. We had record how, low how rates. How do they get a hold of you? Because I know people right now. Because that's pretty interesting. How do they get a hold of you? Yeah, loans. L O A N S from Troy. Dot com is the easiest way. You can get on there. You can just uh, request information about rates and stuff like that. We'll give you a call. Uh, I'll text you immediately. I don't like to call, so I'll text you. And, and if you want to talk, we'll talk at that point. I don't want to. I don't know why. I'm old. I'm old school, and so when people, you know, I, the younger group, they kind of they get on there. They're expecting stuff. So, but I'll I'll just reach out and say, hey, it's me. If you like me to call, I call you. If not, we can text. So we work either way. Just yeah, loansfromjoy.com. You give us a call. Leave a message at 855-299-HOME, and we'll reach out to you. Soon. You know, that's a work number. So if you call after hours we'll reach out to you in the morning but yeah i mean it's and like i said it's a great time the real estate market's going really well um you know as far as that you know connecting with a professional that's experienced is is important sometimes when the market's so good it just doesn't matter who you use because you can just you know use anyone and it works through but with with the tightening of the rules for the the covid uh, shut down that we've got a bunch of new rules and an inexperienced loan officer is just not going to catch that stuff until it's, you're farther down the low road and you're going to have to kind of scramble. So, you know, that's one of the reasons that it's, it's very important to use somebody with experience so that you kind of get through those little bumps. 
there are some some very unique rules right now that we have never had before, and it's all because we're having to validate that people are still employed. Because people, you know, getting furloughed, laid off, things like that, as we're doing the loan. So we have to protect the, we have to protect the investors against that. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. So, yeah. um, so, so interest rates are, are kind of staying low right now. Do you, do you foresee them changing at all, or they're going to kind of hover where they're at right now for a little bit? Uh, you know, there's nothing really to drag it out or to push it out just yet. Uh, you know, unemployment is down. <laughs> to 11 percent you know it's down so that in itself is a scary statement but it you know the unemployment still even though it's coming down and they added something like four and a half million jobs uh and i guess that was june they added like four and a half million jobs in june the unemployment's still at 11 so there's still a lot of fear and things like that that are going to keep the rates low uh so it's best to do it as soon as you can but um I would say for the next 60 to 90 days, these rates are going to be in this general area. Now, they may not be common under three for very much longer, but they're common under three this week. So you need to jump on it. Basically jump on it. Not, and this isn't a scare tactic. It's just an actual <laughs> advice. I mean, if you want to get a lower payment, uh, save a couple hundred bucks a month over the next 15 years or so, uh, this is time to do it. I, here, I locked an investment loan under four. Um, that's what? Wow. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm trying to tell people. I mean, because, you know, investment loans, even when all the housing loans were still going down and everything else, investment loans were still staying up there because they're just, there's just a layer of risk to those loans that investors are just never going to be sure. able to look. Now, Yeah, under four. So that's, that gives you an idea of uh, why, why it's time to do something. Uh, you know, it's, it's a great time for you to purchase an investment because you have to think, you know, yes, you're at the height of the price of the market, but your rate is so much lower that if you're looking at a 250 house right now, that same payment six months ago would have been like a 185 house. So you can buy a $300,000 house and rent it out like it's a $200,000 house. So, I mean, it's a great, there's, it's a good time. I mean, you know, sounds kind of cliches and things like that but we've, we've talked about it in our money segment which is coming up next and everything else that you should be always be ready to jump on an opportunity you should have your credit your your finances uh your debt your savings you have always have that ready to jump on an opportunity now's that opportunity how long it's going to be here i don't know so so you're saying right now if you've been thinking about you know uh, making your your future a little bit brighter by putting some rent homes in your in your uh repertoire this is the time to call you don't be scared about it you'll you'll kind of guide them through on how to do that you do it yourself you're well versed in it give you a call absolutely i am um, I, you know I, since i do those things i can give you honest advice because the people have come and talked to me and i've i've kind of moved them out of what they were thinking because it just wasn't good and i kind of told them why because you know the nice thing about experience is that you have it the bad thing about experience is that you got it because you made a mistake Right, right. <laughs> yeah, it's not easy. Yeah, yeah. You make it sound easy. There are some bumps and some bruises you'll learn along the way, but you can kind of guide them through if this is meant for them or not. Yeah, absolutely. I, I have always said, you know, use other people's money in life. Well, you should also use other people's pain, um, you know, in, in life and things like that. As they move along and they make mistakes, learn from their mistakes so you don't have to make them. There's no thing that says you have to make your own mistakes. Hey, everyone. You've been listening to The Home Team with Troy and White. We've been talking a little bit about how crazy this real estate market is. If you have any questions, reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. Definitely stop by The Facebook, and we'll see you in just a minute. 
Having trouble hearing us on 1370 AM? You've got to hear this. Catch Talk 1370 in crystal clear HD at 95.5 HD2. Listening to the home team with Troy and Wyatt, where we bring money and sports together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything you are about to hear, please give me a call at 855-299-HOME. You can also reach out to us at loanfromtroy.com. And I know that Wyatt loves when you go to the Facebook. The Facebook, most certainly. And I'll talk next segment about something. I got some feedback, and we'll talk about it next segment. Absolutely, but it's the Home Team 512 on the Facebook. Hey, this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing the American dream. And you know, and this is this is my this is the part out. This is kind of the whole reason we do this thing is this segment right here, Wyatt. It's about helping people understand money. You know, it, it just amazes me. Uh, I mean, I had to teach myself. And, and the sad thing about it, we were talking about experience later. You know. I have a lot of experience in money because I made a lot of mistakes in the beginning, a lot of mistakes. Um, and I had to teach myself. My parents didn't understand it and they didn't have anywhere to go. And, you know, in colleges is just more about, you know, debits and credits and pluses and minuses and putting in the right box and stuff like that. But it's not about the concept of money. You know, one of the great books, um, Robert Kiyosaki's book, you know, Rich Dad, Poor Dad was an excellent book for me, uh, that helped me kind of get on the right track as far as understanding money, but you know, there's, then it became this great debate. Uh, do you put your money in stocks and bonds and things like that? Or do you put your money in asset, uh, an asset based thing such as a home? Um, some people use, you know, gold, you know, things like that hard, tangible items. You know, honestly you do both. Um, is my opinion, you do both, you know, there's, cause there's certain you, times when the stock, if you, if huh? you have an X amount of money and you can only do one, uh, you go with the one you feel more comfortable with, or or do you go with asset? I mean, how how do you how do you make that determination? You know, if you could only do one, the when we talk about the four steps to wealth, well, the very first step is owning a home. Owning the a first home. thing okay. you do is you own a home. You just own a home. You know, because you, no matter understanding stocks and bonds takes a lot. You know, knowing when to buy, knowing what to buy, knowing why you should buy it, knowing when to sell it, you know, things like that. And, you know, it's very, you know, so as you get better, you move into stocks, but you should always start with a home because the home is always going to be something as long as you take care of it. You know, it's, I, in 2008, the market fell apart. The, the industry, every home lost 50% in value by 2013, every home had reappreciated to what they were worth or more. And now they're worth 50% more to hundred percent more than they were in 2012. So that's why real estate is the safest of all the investments. And so even, you know, if, even if you part, own a home, even if you own a home, an investment of buying another home is still a good decision. Absolutely. You know, and there's some, some things. And so, uh, you know, it was funny. What got me into real estate was, was one of my own clients. He had owned several homes. Uh, he was buying another one. I helped him, you know, and I looked at his portfolio. I saw what he did. He was just a, you know, above average income kind of guy, but he had eight properties, you know, two of them were free and clear and he'd been doing this for 15 years. And so I just started picking his brain. You know, it's funny. One of the, one of the, the tricks that he told me was if you find a house that you're interested in, the first thing you do before you ever look at it is make sure the numbers work. So you figure out how much your payment is going to be, how much cash out of pocket and what's your, you know, your return is before repairs. You know, 
you know, so if you're making 300, 400 bucks a month after, you know, before repairs, you're doing good. Um, and he said, but the other part, this is the most important part, is that you need to drive through the neighborhood on a Friday night with your windows down. Yeah, that's, said, yeah, that's probably a good, that's probably some good <laughs> advice right there. Most and he, yeah, he said, if you drive to the neighborhood with the windows down and it's a neighborhood that you'd live in, go ahead. He goes, but if you, it's not a neighborhood you would live in, then he goes, then don't invest in it. And, uh, uh, you know, I have passed on a few houses because of Friday night driving through the neighborhood. Um, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it was, that was a funny one. Uh, it was a, it was a funny one. And that's that's actually, I mean, that's actually great advice though, because you do you need to you need to see what problems might arrive, right? Yeah, have a yeah, crazy neighbor, I mean, you, know, you know, right? Yeah, you know, if it's a, it, it, everything looks nice in, in the daytime, it's funny. Um, there was one neighborhood boy. So my, she was my girlfriend at the time. She's my wife now. We were looking at this house, and uh, we drove into this neighborhood. We couldn't get out of there fast enough. Really? <laughs> and uh, I mean, I was I was dead set on buying this property. I wanted this property, but you know, I, we drove it on a Friday night. I told her that rule, and so we went to drive it, and we we couldn't get out of fast enough. And the you know the concept is, is you you know you, the reason why that's important is because you're not going to be going to this property and looking at it and taking care of it. You're going to have a property manager doing that more than likely. So right. you don't you just want it to be able. You don't want it to be in an area that you have to worry about. You know, right. and that's that's and it, it it's never failed me. And uh, you know, but so you know, people well, well, don't well, understand. Well, real quick, I, I'm I'm curious because I, I know that uh, it's something that I'm on my mind right now too. I mean, what kind of assets do you have to have? What kind of money do you have to have in the bank? What do you have to prepare for if you already own a home to buy a a, a an investment property? I mean, what special things? Because in my head, I'm thinking I have to have like a a lot of money to buy this home. Does it take all that much? I mean, to do that, what, what does it take? So, you know, if it's your first home, you buy this home as an, as a primary residence, right. which is the, you know, the minimum down three to 5%, just kind of depending on program, stuff like that. You live in it for a couple of years, you move out of it, you rent it out, and then you buy another primary residence because people move two to three years all the time. Right. And so the difference is don't sell the house when you oh. move out, rent it out. And let's, make payments and buy another and, and buy another primary live in it a few years. And then you do that every couple of years in five years or in 10 years, you'll own five homes. So how do you, but so, okay. I mean, I, that, that sounds easy, but when you're leaving, does that count against you? Cause you don't have that equity or, I mean, does it actually help you? Cause it, you have an asset when you're getting another loan for, for a house. I mean, you obviously have to switch the homestead. I mean, how's that all work? You know, uh, so it, we're very simple in the mortgage industry, even though we make it really complicated. It is your monthly debt of your minimum payment. So that house payment is counted against you and you rent it out. So if you rent it out, someone else is making that payment, then you can offset that house payment. So it's like you don't have that debt, even though you own the house. Okay. Uh, that's, we're very simple in that thing. We make it really complicated, but if you produce a, a, a rental contract and say that you have a renter in there, that helps you out. You don't actually use that against them. Correct. I mean, we do a lot of validation, so there really needs to be a renter in there. Right. <laughs> right. Producing a rental contract. Yeah, I'm thinking about putting a renter in there. You're like, oh, if you're thinking about it, I'll give you this loan. Right. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Okay. No, you need, you need right. a rental in there, and we do validate that, but someone else is paying it. And so, you know, you get a warranty on the home, so no major expenses come out of control. Now, that does, they, they are not as good a service as if you had paid someone, but it's it still, it keeps it down. You know, and 
And the reason why I like rental properties is because there's so many different ways to make money off of the rental property. You know, um, obviously the rental income, you know, I, I, on a single family, I wouldn't do it any less than $300 a month uh, clearing before repairs because repairs are just repairs. So you never know what they are. But again, you use uh, a warranty company. But, you know, the, but also there's appreciation. So if you buy a house now at 200000 you know, in 10 years, that thing could be worth 300000 That's $100,000 that you didn't pay for. You didn't you know, pay for it. Someone else, someone else was paying for it. And if you kept it 10 years, more than likely you recuperated your down payment, um, things like that. You know, and someone else, then you sold it. You only owed one hundred and eighty on it. So you get $120,000 when you sell it in 10 years. Um, you, know, you do have to pay taxes, but you're paying taxes because you made profit. So that's not a bad sure. thing. Right. You know, um, so, but wait, also, there's, real quick, real okay. quick, I don't mean to. Um, so, obviously, you can't do zero down or five percent down on a on a a, a for profit home. You, it's it, are you going towards the ten percent, twenty percent down? Uh, you know, so on single families, the minimum down payment you can get for an investment property is fifteen percent. You have okay. to pay mortgage insurance. The interest rate's a little bit higher. It's best to do 20%. Um, it, it, but it's best, as in you get the best rates and things like that, if you put 25% down. But if you're just, you know, it just kind of depends on where you're at. 15% is the minimum. you got to have good credit, uh, and you have to pay for it along the way. Makes sense. All right. Well, good to yeah. know. That's what yeah. I was curious about. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but there's also other ways, you know, because your taxes, your 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 uh, IRS taxes that you pay at the end of the year, you know, all the things that you spend on this property, uh, are tax write-offs. So, you know, you know, you're de you know, decorating it for whatever landscaping, all the repairs and stuff like that, that you spend on this property, um, you can write off on your taxes. So it reduces your, your income that you have to pay taxes on. As you get bigger and bigger, you can you can generate an LLC, you can buy your vehicle through the LLC so that you can use your vehicle to go take care of all your properties, and then your LLC, which would be your rental units, they pay for your vehicle. So that's, wow. you know, your- Nice, your, yeah, okay, so yeah. I yeah. like that. Yeah. That's how you yeah. make money on yeah. top What's of money. Sure. That's right. Well, you just, you know, it's, it's not how much you make, it's how much you keep, it's you know? Same, and but you're, you know, so you don't have to let's say, let's say you have this rental property and the, the the management company says hey the AC went out you have to pay the, replace the AC that happens right that's where that three hundred dollars of profit comes per month um, so you're protected there and then but the thing is is that that doesn't just come out of your pocket you can write that off absolutely and uh, I you know I try to use the the warranty company um, to have them repair that uh, so that I don't have to so it only costs me seventy five dollars plus the cost of the annual warranty. Um, you know, again, it just takes longer, and sometimes your your tenants get a little frustrated that the warranty takes longer than if you were to pick up the phone and call someone. But yes, yeah, and again, it's it, it, you know, if you made four thousand dollars and you spent three thousand dollars repairing it, you only have to pay taxes on a thousand. That's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So uh, call you again then, huh? If you want, if you're looking or thinking about putting an investment to in, so a property and have been listening to Troy over the months or have been reading Dave Ramsey. Um, uh, it's time to do it and to give you a call, you can kind of walk them through it. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can, yeah, but you reach out to me at 855-299-HOME or loans from Troy, you know, but one of the things that I think people should always really be striving to do is that they should at least have one rental, have it paid off by the time they retire. And then the money from the rental pays their current home payment so that they can live off of their 
you know, retirement account, whatever that may be, having their home paid for by another home. And you got to start that early. You got to start that in your, or, you know, mid thirties. Mid thirties. Okay. Well, I'm 40. It's too yeah. late. Just give up. Yeah. You better get, you better get started now. You're going to have to accelerate it, you know, but, uh, it's just, it's really important. You should just, the sooner the better. And just, if you started later, just accelerate it, you know, stop. You're not going out right now. Take all that beer money and put it towards your house. Right. <laughs> yeah. You've been listening to the home team with Troy and Wyatt. We hope you've enjoyed what you heard. If you have any questions, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com. You can also give us a call at 855-299-HOME and definitely leave us a comment on the Facebook and we'll see you in just a minute. Talk 1370, the right choice. You're listening to the home team with Troy and Wyatt, where we bring sports and money together for your education and your entertainment. If you have any questions, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give us a call at 855-299-HOME. And this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing the American dream. And Wyatt, we got a lot. We got a lot to talk about, man. Uh, uh, you know, it's sports. It's it's it's, it's the, the fun part. This is where we talk about you know college sports, which is. So are we talking you know, about the the maybe maybe the college football sports that maybe happen? Right. You know. Uh, well, just so you know, the University of Texas is not going to be sending out tickets. Because you now have to get a Longhorn app, and they'll show up on your app for a mobile ticket to reduce the contact. So well, that, that's definitely right. some money saving right there, too. That's not stupid. Yeah, yeah. I like to take reduce the contact. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, you know, I hold my ticket out, and they point a little thing at it. They never touch me. So I'm like, yeah, no. The contact is fighting through the gate to get into the right. line. That's the contact. Right. It's not from the ticket taker. Sure. I yeah. thought that was, a, that was a good one. You know, so there's a lot going on with that. Um, you know, uh, it seems like everybody's trying. The good thing about it is that we have the professional sports out jumping out right now and doing it so that everybody gets to learn from it. Um, so I'm excited about that. The sad thing is that, you know, it will be a have versus the have nots when it comes to testing and protocols and things like that because certain schools can't afford it where certain schools just can't. Right. No, agreed. Yeah. Well, I mean, what collegiate – I mean, there's. It's not like their 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 doors are falling off. They don't have money. I mean, what what kind of money does it take? I don't I don't I don't understand. Maybe. Well, uh, the University of Texas, a uh, representative from there, said if the schedule that they have enacted, it could be upwards of about a million dollars they could spend on testing. Oh wow! Okay. Wow. Wow. <laughs> million dollars? Really? Just on testing. So that's you know, again, that's just an estimate, and we know that you know some people like to overestimate uh, the kind of thing. But so still, it is an estimate that they. Right. So yeah. Yes. You know, repeat, not just a one-time million-dollar fee. Yeah. Okay. It makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So throughout the season, to stay inside their protocol, you know, we, I'm assuming your Aggies will have the money. You know, even though they did just get hit with a fine of five thousand dollars for a recruiting violation, but uh, uh, allegedly, know, I, don't, I don't think that alleg- allegedly, allegedly. No. 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 Uh, no did they you get were, it off no, the Google? <laughs> did you get that off yeah, the Google? Yeah. Come on, man. I don't know. It might not be true. It might not. I, you know, I shouldn't give them a shout out, but it was on Orange. No, you saw that com. on CNN. I know you did. Don't even try it. <laughs> no, no. It, hey, if it's on Orange Bloods, it really happened. Oh, it did happen. I'm sure it did. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> 
you know, uh, so, you know, that, I thought that was funny, but there's a lot going on. It's, it's amazing to me with everything going on, you know, um, the baseball team for the Longhorns, they, they lost their center fielder to the draft. Exciting for him, but kind of unexpected due to his age, and, you know. Um, so they just go out and get a transfer. You know, this, you know, kid taking a hit and catch and throw and everything else. And, and he just, you know, just boom. And I'm like, wow, it's, it's amazing to me how fast they could fill that spot right. right now, knowing that you can't, you know, being in sales, you know, to where I go out and have meet my clients, it's very hard to connect with people uh, on, a, on a true deep level unless you meet them. You know, right, and so right. having to do this over the phone, through Zoom or whatever, you know, go to meetings or whatever they use, it, it amazes me at how that the coaches can connect to these kids right now and, and, and to see this. So it's exciting. I mean, you know, it's, it's an evolution. Right. It is evolution. Well, I mean, like you said, things are changing now. You have uh, tickets on the phone. I mean, um, you know, people are, are, are taking some positive. I, I guarantee you they're saving money on that. Um, so, oh, yeah. um but at the same time, I mean, you're right. You know, all the alcohol sells because they can sell alcohol in the stadium now. Um, hot dogs and nachos and all the things that come with people going to games, they're going to be a little slim pickings this year. We'll see. And, and that, a lot of that money goes throughout the college as well. It didn't go all the way to the football team, right? I mean, that's shared amongst the, the, the sports in, in, in total. So it'll be an interesting couple of years to see how this affects sports in, 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 in all, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, most definitely. And, you know, bigger schools, yeah. I mean, they do. They just don't hoard it. Um, they, they pay for other things because most, from my understanding, if you take uh, football and basketball out of the equation, the University of Texas runs at a loss on their on their sports programs. Oh, wow. Um, so that's baseball, soccer, uh, swimming. Quibbage, quibbage. swimming, <laughs> diving. They do, they do not have a Quidditch team. They don't. They don't. Hey, they, they were the national champion Quidditch team. That is not a true sport. It, no, they do not have it. it, it maybe, is that like intramural or something? Is that, come on, man. That's, uh, yeah. You know, we'll have to get our resident sports expert, Colton, back on the, the show to explain to us that answer. Oh, but, yeah. That, 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 yeah. Come on. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, the nice thing is that no matter what, we are definitely – everybody is of the opinion that we are going to have some football. So we're getting, you know, class rankings. We're getting school rankings. We're getting all this sort of stuff, schedule rank. We're getting all of the normal information um, right now as far as what, what they're expecting. But we'll see. I mean, it's – you know, the Texas has had a huge uptick in – uh, cases, which is probably going to shut it down, but w we will know as we get closer. And, and I've told you a thousand times, I am of the opinion that we're going to have football until they tell me we're not. Right. Fair enough. Pause the power yeah. of positive thinking, right? Power of positive yeah. thinking. Yeah. You know, and so, I mean, you got to think how much has changed in the last month. Cause you know, a few weeks ago, you and I had a discussion and, and, uh, we had mentioned, uh, uh, the running back for Oklahoma State and the coach. What was his name? Oh, you're talking about two. Dude, you're going to give me. And so I do. I have to. I had a listener actually reach out to me uh, about that scenario because I was pretty heated. I got heated about it. I guess I'm just – I have a little bit of cabin fever, and I'm, I'm a little annoyed with, with, you know, how people are, are handling things. But uh, he brought another perspective to it, I have to admit. So I would give uh, him a shout-out. You know who you are, and I, I appreciate you reaching out. Um, that – yeah. It, it, Sometimes in the collegiate area, it's kind of like I've been there. You've had that, that 
domineering uh, a boss above you and, and you can't really go to them to discuss it. And sometimes you have to go other means. And so, so don't, don't, don't be so judgmental. And, and, and there's different prospects for different people. Um, so uh, I, I apologize for, for, for not taking everyone's feelings into account on that one. So thank you to the listener who, who called me out on that. Um, I appreciate you giving me a, a different viewpoint on it. And uh, anyway, moving on. Yeah, so there's democracy in action. Um, yeah. Wyatt, if you don't know, was was triggered. Is the word I use triggered? Uh, <laughs> it wasn't that Cuba bad. Hubbard it was not that joy. bad. I was, yeah, I was a little annoyed. Annoyed, maybe annoyed. I'm I'm gonna stick with triggered, but you know whatever. Okay. You know it's whatever. Just, we All can right. have our differences, and uh, it was it was triggered about uh, Chuba Hubbard going to to the the Twitter uh, and calling out his coach. And honestly, it's, it's, I'm kind of. It kind of upset me as well. And, uh, you know, the guy said, well, sometimes you have these overbearing bosses and stuff that you can't really do with it. And so y'all discussed it. You saw his point. And I, I get that concept, but okay, I, I would never go to there. It's like that guy from, if you just saw Amazon, right. he just throws a fit and quits on Twitter and people are applauding him. And he was just upset because they made him work. I'm like, then just get another job. Chuba, you're right. a, you're an outstanding athlete. Go to another college. You don't Go have to college. stay there if you're if you know. Uh, it, yeah, I, I I understand his point of view. I you know I just disagree with it. Um, you know I just disagree with it. It's kind of oh, yeah. like uh, you know. If I, we still, have this- I, I still disagree with Chuba and the fact that I mean somebody's political affiliation as as your boss or your friend should not matter whether you play football or not. You shouldn't be mad. You know, about it. you should not be a mad about You know, but you you want to most, especially in that age, you know, because human beings are herd animals. You know, we kind of forget this, but we're herd animals, so we want to be with people like us. You know, because if you notice, if you look around, the people that you hang out are very similar to you in beliefs and stuff like that. Because you enjoy that, and, and so you know, that's kind of where that's going. You know, he wants he wants him to be more like him, so that he you know. To, to satisfy that herd animal need. And, and it's just not that way. As long as you work with somebody, whether they have differing opinions, if they, if they respect you as a person, yeah. uh, people should be allowed to have their own opinions about it. Like, like me, I think that that crimson and that maroon is a horrible, horrible, horrible <laughs> color. I think it's the worst color in you the world. You did not just say that. You, oh, I think. Oh, yeah. You think crimson yeah. and maroon is the most is the worst color? Not, but not. Yeah, those two are horrible <laughs> colors. So, so not because you, uh, not for styling and putting it is because the teams have them. Is that what it is? Whatever. When I see it, it just kind of makes you. <laughs> I just kind of <laughs> that's horrible. Up. Well, my point is this. My point is this: is that, I, and, and again, I, I'm okay with somebody having a, a a strong feeling about something and wanting to get it out. But at the same time, I think the two things that those two guys had that was the most in common was football. And there was one small thing that was a different political affiliation. As long as he's not coming and, and announcing it on the football field and he's talking about football and only football, then you should be talking about football and only football and playing football. That's my problem with it, I guess. Yes. And, and to everyone's defense on this, we don't know. Maybe Chuba went to him and he didn't get any information. Maybe, um, you know, Coach Gundy is talking about it on the field, and it's annoying you, but maybe we don't yeah, know right. those. And there, and there you go, right? Because there's and, – and so what I did is, is what annoys me is I took a small piece of information and I ran with it, which I probably shouldn't have. So, yeah, you're right. There's more, there's more to the story usually. 
Yeah. But, you know, as bad as everything that's gone on in the last month or two, um, there can be so much good from it. If, sure. Because if people decide that other people's opinions are their opinion. Right. Right. And that's, and they, and they get to have them. Like I am all for protecting, you know, against police brutality and all that sort of stuff, but I am not for kneeling at the national anthem. Those to me are two different things. And that's my opinion. Right. That's, and, and, that's, and I'm not mad at you for it. I'm not mad at yeah, you for it. Well, guys, we've run out of time on this great segment. We appreciate y'all listening. You've been listening to the home team with Troy and Wyatt. If you have any questions or complaints, please reach out to us at loansfromtroy.com. You can give us a call at 855-299-HOME. And as always, you can reach out to us on the Facebook, the home team 512, and we'll see you next week. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.